Welcome to the Mixtape, a podcast that delves into all things music. Join host Mia Esperanza as she takes you on a journey through the world of sound and rhythm, exploring the latest trends, classic favorites, and hidden gems in the music industry. From rock and roll to country and blues, from pop to classical, Mia will share her passion for music with you and give you a new appreciation for the art that moves us. So sit back, turn up the volume, let's get ready to rock. This is the Mixtape. All right. Hi, everybody. My name is Mia Esperanza, and welcome back to another episode of The Mixtape. Today, I have a special guest with me. You want to tell us who you are? Yeah, I'm Derek Austin. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Thank you for being on. Why don't you start the story off with where we're at and what we're doing? We are sitting in my buddy's backyard, um, hanging out around the fire, and we're about to record a podcast. Who else do we have with us? We have my puppy, Zebco. He is maybe in frame. I don't know. Is he? Hopefully. He doesn't whine during this. (laughs) He's precious, and I'm glad to have both of you on. Thanks for having me. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey? What got you into music? That's a long story. Let's Um, get the the abridged. Yeah, so just a quick rundown. I grew up in Minnesota had a dairy farm with my brothers okay and i guess music like my mom really wanted me to do something with music growing up and so she had me take uh piano lessons cool when i was like eight nine years old um and you're getting all the smoke (laughs) i'm getting smoked out white White rabbit Rabbit. (laughs) three three times three times yeah white rabbit you almost didn't get that yeah i almost didn't get it at all (laughs) Where'd all that whiskey go? I know. I swear I knocked it out. <laughs> but so, yeah, we, she really wanted me to do music and I hated it. I learned piano and I wish I would have paid attention more and gotten better at piano now. Yeah. But at the time I didn't like it and became a teenager and was, we had a sound guy in church. When I was a teenager, the guy that was running sound at our church was I guess he was like losing his hearing. Mm -hmm. And so they asked me, Hey, will you like learn how to help run sound on Sundays? Oh, nice. And so that was my first thing with music. And I just being around it, I started to like it. Mm -hmm. But then when I was a teenager, I was running planting corn and soybeans and had a radio and a tractor and fell in love with country music and learned how to sing. Oh, cool. um, In the tractor, basically. And never thought I was going to do anything with music, but I just, I don't know, I fell in love with it. And then fast forward, um, I started learning how to write. Um, When I was working in Alaska, I learned how to play guitar during college and started putting covers on YouTube. Okay, cool. So how old are you? How long did this, like, timeline take? When I first, when I was in Alaska, trying to think, in 2014, I moved to Alaska. Okay. And that's when I put my first cover out. I moved to Nashville when I was, what was I? I don't even remember how old I was. It was 2016, okay, some, the some early time. part of 2016. And yeah, I was basically like, in Alaska, I was, in, I was doing air traffic control 
So uh, I was up there just basically landing planes. And while I was doing that, I was like putting songs on YouTube and I was getting like four likes. That's how you you got to start. Yeah. And really there was, I would get two comments on a video and one comment was a guy that said, you got to move to Nashville. I did a cover of You Saved Me. Oh, Kenny Chesney song. That's a good one. And they said, yeah, you, you got to move to Nashville. Just That's one it. guy. And I was like, yeah. Like, I always <laughs> wanted to. That's to push you over the edge. Yeah, and just take, it's that pinky, just pushing up <laughs> on the, the weight, the old yeah. whatever that saying is. But, yeah, just him saying that was like, yeah. Am I going to just live in Alaska the rest of my life? And mm-hmm. Alaska yeah. 643, runway 28 left, cleared to land, whatever. Like constantly saying that. Oh, uh, Zebco's <laughs> he loves a good ice cube. He is an ice cube dog. Get some ASMR going. You're gonna have to <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> Can you do the cut like zoom in on his face yeah, grabbing absolutely. the ice cubes? Yeah. Chomping. <laughs> Get the ice cube, Zebco. Yeah. What is that? Get the ice cube. No, I'm going to eat that. let me get the shot. All right. (laughs) Got it. So that's definitely sensitive enough to pick that up. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, we got off subject. What was the question? I do that a lot. (laughs) How you got to Nashville? Yeah, so I I really always wanted to write songs and... My grandparents really wanted me to go to college, and so I compromised, went to college, did the whole thing, went and got the job, and after doing air traffic control for a year and a half, I was just like, no. Not happy. Like, trying to land planes, and the whole time I was thinking of lyrics, and just, I'd hear Thousand Horses was blowing up at the time. They had that song, Smoke, I think, and I I was, yeah, fitting as it comes at you, but (laughs) I just remember thinking, like, I just, I felt like I had something on my heart that I wanted to say. And I was like, I got to go to Nashville and tell the world what I think. Yeah. Because whatever single that so-and-so just put out ain't it. Yeah, I like get I, that. I was felt, I don't know. I just felt no disrespect to them, whoever it, it was that made me mad. But I was like, nah, that's a bad song. I want to yeah. go try my hand at it and see if I can be a part of this. Because it just felt like. Everyone was having fun down here, and I wasn't a part of it. Yeah, you just had to join so, in. I had never been here before. I just decided said, to go. That's it. I got to go. I quit my job. I called D.C. and just told the wow. boss man at the Federal Aviation Administration that Game I'm over. out. Yeah. Just dip. They were so mad. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. They don't. The amount of people that they can that they hire is not very many. How do I say this? When you go to the academy to train for air traffic control, mm-hmm. you they have 18 people in a class. Yeah. And they break you into groups of 18. You do four months together, mm-hmm. and then you graduate the last three days. You take your evaluations, and six of us graduated. And so the Yikes. numbers are not good. And then yeah. I, after being in for a year, I dipped. I don't know of my friends that were controllers then if any of them are – how many yeah. of them stayed, but the numbers are bad. Oof, like, Yeah. They were like, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> Only six of you made it through, and now you're leaving. Yeah, down to five, if that. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, that's how yeah. I got here. I just, on the way down here, I was looking on Craigslist. I didn't want to pay for any 
like a house to live in yeah. without seeing it or meeting the person That's that was going to sublet a room or whatever to me. Yeah. So I just, when I was about two hours out, I found a guy that had a room. Hold on. You're driving? Yeah, I was driving on Craigslist. Nice. Cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Back I up. Was, it was hands-free Google and anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was definitely driving and Craigslisting and they didn't have Facebook Marketplace. Like okay. Facebook was not a thing where you could go find a roommate. Yeah. You make it sound like you're very old. Like Facebook was not a thing. Facebook was a thing, but Marketplace <laughs> wasn't. Marketplace had to have been a thing. I just uh-huh. don't think you were navigating it. No, Marketplace was not a thing in 2016. 100% it was. No. There's you no way. You heard it here. This is a hot debate. Yeah, that's my hot take. You're going to have to look it up. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking it. of hot takes, what is your hottest take that you can think of? Other me, than Facebook Marketplace not Let me being think around. for a second. Zach Bryan's overrated. Oh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what else. No, here's the thing. I, I love that it's different, and I love that people love yeah. his music. There's nothing cooler than seeing people truly passionate about an artist as they yeah. explode. And yeah. if it's not for me, yeah, that's fine. I just love, I love seeing people love music. So yeah. I would never like. I just don't understand his music. So yeah. I don't jam. I don't really jam out to his stuff. That's my hot take. I think he's a great dude. He's a great storyteller. He's gonna go down as like a Bob, a new Bob Dylan. Yeah. Because it's very poetic. But uh, I, he's not I guess, terribly on the top of my list either. Right. It's just not for everybody. Yeah. I think my the style as a Nashville writer, you grow up on songs like "There Goes My Life." Yes. So in order to craft a song like "There Goes My Life." Your brain does not work in the way that Zach Bryan's brain works. Mm-hmm. You can't have it both ways. You yeah. cannot write There Goes My Life and then also write a Zach Bryan song. Totally different. You And the guy that wrote There Goes My Life, um, he like, he's not going to write party songs. Yeah. Maybe sometimes he's good at it. But a lot of these guys, like the guys that are really good at party songs, mm-hmm. like a Dallas Davidson, can crush a party song. Yeah. He wrote Honky Tonk Badonky Donk. That's, I was Or Country that Girl Shake up. It for Me, right? Yep. So Dallas does that. And then the other guys that know how to do heartbreak songs do that. Yeah. And it's just a skill that, like, if you can do both, that's impressive. But for me, like, I grew up a student of the Nashville way of writing, which mm-hmm. is like when that, I drive your truck. When that hits you, you're like, yeah. God dang. Yeah. So it's just, it's different strokes mm-hmm. for different folks. For me, I've put so much time into the that style of writing, yeah. and that's how my brain is wired now. Okay. I can't go back and learn how to write like Zach. Yeah, it's definitely really different. I My little brother's a musician. He actually got to open for Zach Bryan. And that's pretty cool. It, it was like right before he blew up, too. Yeah. My little brother caught him probably a good two and a half months before the huge TikTok wow. boom. And he got to meet him. It was a really cool guy. Of course, it was, like, one of the only gigs that Big Sister didn't make it to. Dang. Yeah, I know. And But he's, like, in his early stage of songwriting, and he's running into that same thing. Like, he likes that older country sound, and he just can't relate to, like, he loves more of a Tyler Childers sound than he does a Zach Bryan. Gotcha. So, totally get that. Yeah. I think, like, it takes people like that just uh, sticking to your craft. 
mm-hmm. don't let the outside uh, peer pressure of yep. Zach's the coolest thing right now. You need somebody that's going to invest 10 years when it's not cool to do what they're doing. They, they need 10 years of doing what's not cool yeah. so that they're ready for when it is cool, that they're the best person at doing that when it goes. Yeah. Trends are cyclical. So if you're constantly chasing what's trending you're never going to catch up to it yeah so if you stick to what you're good at eventually the trends will come back and come back to you yeah i tell my my team that all the time is let's just be the best at what we know how to do yeah and hope that fans taste comes to us Mm -hmm. instead of trying to chase yeah absolutely something that would feel inauthentic to us yeah anyways that was my hot take i I figured the boys over at country central would want to hear that yeah that's definitely a hot one yeah what about outside of music what's your hottest take this can be food related Hmm. dating related amusement parks i've had everything what is the hottest take outside of music outside of music unpopular opinion and you can't say anything about pineapple on pizza because that's just overdone (laughs) it's a cop out um hmm how about roller coasters are not fun what (laughs) yikes i said what i said roller coasters aren't fun no i because they're dangerous i don't care what people say and the whole time i'm on them i'm like Thinking about, because, like, I grew up, like, welding. Oh, no. And so I'm thinking about, like, the joints and how much, how many Gs of force are going on the joints. And I'm just, like, my brain is too mechanically okay invested in that to enjoy it. So. Oh, I don't, I don't like that one. That's not I ho- love roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> I it's, love them it's to a, evolve. Most people do not agree with me. So that's why yeah. I keep going with it. Yeah. Dang. Now I'm going to be haunted by that. <laughs> No, you'll be all right. They're safe. No one ever gets injured on them. It's just, oh. it's too much of for me to enjoy the moment. I just yeah, don't enjoy just it. Just in your head, constantly. Yeah, for okay. sure. There's not one roller coaster you've ever enjoyed? I've been on roller coasters before. I just haven't enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, I guess that works. We'll go from there. <laughs> Back to music. Who would be on like your musical Mount Rushmore? Musical Mount Rushmore. So that's four um, faces. Not everyone gets that, unfortunately. <laughs> Never been good with geography. Yeah, not it's a good a mountain, history. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so four people. I would say, okay, we're going to go with Randy Travis. Solid. Kenny Chesney. Okay. Just because his live shows are insane i got to see him in panama city beach this past year it's a crazy at Gulf party. Coast jam oh my god he yeah so good and he just picks really good songs i'm gonna go with On keith whitley okay haven't gotten that one but well deserved <sighs> yeah keith is just badass and then i'm trying to like everybody picks johnny cash and merle and Johnny Cash is not a big influence of me, so I'm not going to say Johnny Cash. Yeah. I would say the Mount Rushmore. Jeez. How about Dolly Parton? Okay. I'll give you Dolly. I'm not trying to sound like Dolly, but yeah, I, she's just <laughs> up there for me. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Perfect. And also just her, like, the way she wrote, what was the song? She wrote two songs in one day, like, by mm-hmm. herself, and they're, yeah. like, her biggest songs. I love her. I don't know. I don't know who else I'm supposed to pick. 
if that's who influenced you, that's definitely like all country stuff. Yeah. I'm not gonna say mine name, changes I mean. every episode, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> this week, my Mount Rushmore is. It is very finicky. I cannot tell you what I said last week because I do not remember. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. love just discovering new music mm-hmm. and just letting. Not even becoming necessarily a fan of an artist as much as becoming a fan of the song. Okay. I'll listen to, if a new album drops from Luke Combs or Cody Johnson or anybody, if it's on release radar or just New Music Friday, I'll listen down the yep. whole thing and you'll find an artist you've never heard of. Yep. And I'm you will a fall New in love Music Friday song. fiend. Yeah. Most, I will like. 99 of those songs I won't like, and then there will yeah. be one on there from an artist I've never heard of. I think that's of. how I found you, was really? in New Music Friday. God. Thank you, Spotify. Yeah, for sure. Now we're here. Look at what us What is now. Apple Music doing? <laughs> do they have a New Music Friday? I don't know. Do they? Sorry, I'm not who trying uses, to talk shit. Who uses Apple Music? <laughs> that's my hot take. Spotify users are better. Yeah. <laughs> at least it's not. There's so many other different apps you could use. Yeah. Turbo yeah. or whatever. Turbo. Oh, there's so many. I don't know. Yeah, I, the podcast runs on four apps. Spotify being the bigger one, of yeah. course, and the the better one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. I have another funky question. I love the funky questions. The funky questions are the fun questions. That's what makes it interesting. Oh, okay. This is a good one. Tell me about your recent releases. This isn't a funky question, but I'll lead into a funky question after. Okay. Most recent release is Summer Was You. We just put that out not too long ago, and I wrote that, funny enough, in December. Oh, um, so winter. Yeah, winter was you. <laughs> I wrote it with that day with Brett Tyler and Kelly Archer, mm-hmm. who are both really good songwriters. And together they wrote Wild As Her for... Oh. They wrote it with Wallen, and then yeah. I guess he decided he didn't want to put it out, so... A couple different guys put it out, and then Corey mm-hmm. Kent put it out. But yeah, so getting in the room with them was magic. It's and uh, awesome. Yeah, that was Brett's idea. He just said we can describe the different seasons, and and then summer was the girl. We loved it, Kelly and I, and we just ran with it. Yeah. So that was the most recent one we just did, and we had it ready to go this summer. It was a transition period mm-hmm. with a new team and everything. And we were trying to figure out, like, do we drop it? And people yeah. kept saying, friends and people that heard it live were like, you've got to put it out. Mm-hmm. Even though it's fall, just drop it anyways. Yeah. Summer was you. Yeah. So. And it's not like it's... a summery song. It's like a looking back song. Yeah, it's like missing summer. Yeah, a little yeah. nostalgia. So it uh, made sense to put it out. But And then, man, I can't even think of how the different way or the different songs that have been in chronological order, but we did mm-hmm. Stoned. Yeah. Um, which is a really I, fun I song. I think that's the one that I want to say I found on New Music Friday. Was it? I yeah. Um, Don't quote me. That was Chris Tompkins and Jimmy Robbins, mm-hmm. two mega house songwriters. Okay. Jimmy's got tons of Maren Morris songs, Jake mm-hmm. Owen songs. Chris Tompkins wrote before He Cheats. Solid classic. Yeah. So Tompkins' melodies are great. Yeah. And we had fun with that. Yeah. So that was stoned. We had four wheel drive. Also or good as one. some people call it, four WD. <laughs> so recently I had to clear that up on TikTok. Really? Yeah. Just because people will be like, hey man, I love your song, four WD. <laughs> and I'm like, 
here's the thing. It's in if the you song. S- <laughs> if you listen. If you see it, they they listen to the song too. Yeah. So yeah, four wheel drive. I just yeah, I had to clear up the the whole four W. Hey, <laughs> leave the computer alone, bro. He about stopped the recording. He said, "This is bullshit. It's not interesting enough." <laughs> yeah. Just end it him. there. It's like that's enough, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I just clear. I was telling everybody if you see it written out four W D, that means four wheel drive. Yeah. But some people I don't think have ever experienced that where you see it on the side of a truck or tractor or something and then you just know to say four-wheel drives but then i also said wd-40 on the other hand when you see that written out make sure you say (laughs) (laughs) wd-40 yeah there you go so do you have a favorite memory when writing or like with any of these new releases is there something that like you equate to something really cool that you did hmm I'm sure there's a lot of stories yeah, you could tell me. Yeah, picking my favorite one. Pick I think, something recent. I think probably Days That End in Y with Josh Thompson. Mm-hmm. Probably just yeah. Josh, it was the pandemic. I guess that's not very recent. Eh, we lost a lot of time, so I'll yeah. let it slide. Yeah, that was during the pandemic. It was on Zoom. Oof. Josh is a great writer. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. Writes a lot of Morgan Wallen, Jason Aldean stuff and uh fellow midwesterner okay so we hit it off and he i brought in that idea the third person that was going to write with us that day didn't want to write so hmm. he josh just the guy that he is was like no let's still write just the two-way okay and i threw out my best idea which was days that end in y spelt w-h-y mm-hmm. obviously there's the morgan wallen version now i know but uh, <laughs> we're not going to talk about that <laughs> But but we wrote it, and we loved it. Well, you're uh, solid, too. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, so we put it out, and Josh was cool enough to jump on it. Yeah. He thought that'd be fun to jump on there and sing with me, so. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, it's really cool. He hasn't put out new music in so long, and I get comments on the video all the time, like, man, we just missed Josh. We miss you so much. Like, put more music out. Mm -hmm. I think you're getting the smoke now. Or maybe it's coming to me. Yeah, I think. No, no. Maybe if we put uh, more logs on the fire. Can you do that? Thank you. Production assistant. The. uh... Oh, Oh. the Facebook marketplace. (laughs) Debate. Hot take. (laughs) What was it? Oh, guess when I moved here. You'll never guess. Oh, no. September. Oh, man. <laughs> that but was like, cool. I like how you balanced that on there. Okay. <laughs> oh, Sam. <laughs> Anyways, we don't have, you can cut out the thing about the Facebook if you want. Oh, no, absolutely not. Because, like, we're technically both right. <laughs> we're technically both right. I'm not going to let that die. <laughs> if you missed it, Facebook Marketplace was started in October 2016. He moved in September. <laughs> but <laughs> we're technically both Anyways. right. <laughs> Dang. Hate that. So. Anyway. What about... Okay. Let's do a fun one. Yeah. Let's... Um, what about your, like, most embarrassing... It doesn't have to be the most embarrassing, but, like, up there when it comes to performing songwriting like what's the moment for you that you're like does it have to be music related not necessarily or can i do two let's do two okay my most embarrassing music 
One was when I first moved to town. Okay. I thought I was pretty good. And I had been here about three days. I didn't have any demos. In October? No, September of 2016? Yeah. I I didn't have any demos. I decided to sign up for, because I didn't have any friends here or anybody that could help get me on a writer's round or anything, you had to play these open mics. So they had Mm -hmm. like Blue Bar, which they knocked down now and is now Velvet Taco. There was Belcourt Taps. There was, the first one I played was Jed's. It was over by the local. It was an upstairs pizza bar kind of thing. And Lightning 100 put on the night and about 30 people would show up. You First person that got there got to go first. You oh. write your name down and you go up and you sing one song in front of everybody. And I just was not prepared. I, I went up there and just butchered it and thought it was good. But I realized real quick while I was singing, it, I was like, this town, the talent here is insane. Like I got to yeah. step it up. Okay. So that was that was just a more than anything, it was like a shock. Yeah. Whereas just I got a like the ten thousand hour rule, which I needed that wake up call. Yeah. I think because it's it truly is the best musicians in the world. I don't know if that's embarrassing though. I was pretty embarrassed. <laughs> you thinking about it for a while? Yeah, oh yeah. I still <laughs> think about it to this day. Oh, no. Um I, I don't really know like any otherwise like music wise, you learn once you've been doing it for a while that mm-hmm. like you learn how to play it off. If you mess up yeah. the lyrics, you make it fun. And you're like, and this is where the verse goes. And you like, <laughs> just have fun with it. And yeah. if you, yeah, if you have fun with it, people, it's not as awkward, but yeah. in the moment, if you don't know what to do, it's so awkward. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And then uh, my, but my top, my Mount Rushmore, if there was one guy on Mount Rushmore. So this would, <laughs> this is my, back to geography. That would yeah. be Mount Everest. Cause yeah, one this is team. my Mount Everest. <laughs> My Mount Everest of embar- most embarrassing moments. Okay. So in 2018, my mom lives in Washington State. Okay. And so that's where the family goes for Christmas. I was so broke. I didn't have enough money to fly back there, and I wasn't going to drive three days yeah. to drive back there. So I was just going to miss Christmas. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Like, never, it's never happened to me before. But <laughs> I wasn't that, like, worried about it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm happened. crazy. I moved down to Nashville. Like, it's all right if I miss Christmas. Yeah. And my buddy Tyler Chambers was like, right on down to Georgia with me and come to my family Christmas. And I was like, cool. Yeah, you won't be alone. Yeah, I felt adopted <laughs> a little bit. But his family was so Honorary nice. Family yeah, member. they were so nice. His grandma, like, wrote me a check and put it, like... They were got buying me gifts and stuff. Like I was like an adopted kid. It was wild. But so we, when I got down there, this is the embarrassing part. When I got down there, I walked. Oh, no. So me and Tyler met in the driveway of his parents' house. Okay. And he's got his dog Cotton. I've got Zebco with me. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, what's up, bro? Cool. We're gonna go inside, meet the family. Hey, they open the door. I go to give his dad a hug, give his mom a hug, his sister. And I turn around and Zebco is over at the Christmas tree pissing on all the presents. <laughs> He's like, oh, there's a tree. Oh. Nice and evergreen. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Oh, my God. Like, easily, hands down, the most embarrassing moment of my life. Oh, my God. I could what run like- through Walmart. In my underwear and not be embarrassed compared to that. Like, oh my god! So, what was the recovery? Was there, there one? Was, there was zero recovery. 
that was the recovery. <laughs> it was like, I'm just going to leave now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. And his mom was Were like, oh, no, it's not that big a deal. Don't worry about it. We'll just clean it up. I guarantee you she was probably so mad, but she never let it show. Aw. Yeah. She's a good host. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that was that's my Mount Everest. Yeah. That, of, wow. Speaking of, Zebco was the culprit. Yep. Who's a good boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would probably be up there for me. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, what about a... I'm assuming you've probably played up and down Broadway at least a little I have bit. Not. not at all. So mm-hmm. we'll do the listening room. I'll jump up if a buddy's playing somewhere, yeah. I'll jump up and sing a song. Okay. I'll be like, "Oh, Derek's here. Come up here and sing." And yeah. but I've Yeah, when I first moved here, the guy that runs Tootsie's heard me talking about tootsies in a restaurant and he offered me a thing to play there and i just didn't take it yeah it just yeah i I wanted to focus on writing my music instead of covers yeah instead of covers i know that there's some people that are able to do the covers down there and still able to focus on their music Mm -hmm. but i just felt man i felt like i'd be better suited if i learned how to write a really good song yeah and then try to make money somewhere else because mm-hmm. some of the buddies that I used to try to write with that played down there would they would play down there five six days a week and yep. their voice would be shot and they just were drained and they didn't really want to write yeah especially the Tootsie's circuit um they run you pretty if you're going to stay at and get the best shifts yeah you have to play a lot yeah so you can't just pop in play two days a week three days a week and go right yeah. five you have to days be really committed to it yeah that was just the decision that i made early on was like when i first got here i knew i wasn't going to be able to do air traffic control here so mm-hmm. i did pest control okay i sprayed bugs and trapped mouses mice mice mices Mices. for the stars i had a lot of famous people on my route okay so that was fun did you sign an nda no, I won't. I, w- I wouldn't like ever say anything <laughs> about who I, yeah, or anything personal about them. You're in their space. Their you're house. in their closets and their bathrooms, and you're seeing the issues yeah. that they have. But um, yeah, I mean, I had most people just have like, you go there every month just to, mm-hmm. for maintenance. Yeah. Just so they don't have spiders and they don't have roaches and they don't have it's just yeah. maintenance. So yeah, I had everybody from Martina McBride to Red Akins to. I had, yeah, I had yeah. so many big names Gosh. and big writers, and that's actually how I signed my first pub deal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's really awesome. Yeah. Living in Nashville, you're obviously surrounded by so much talent and so many big names. You could just walk down the road and run into someone uber famous. I guess I led with the Broadway question because Broadway is wild. So tell me about, like, your wildest kind of Nashville encounter or experience so far? Wildest Nashville encounter. That can be you performing. It can just be you walking down the road. I haven't been very, I think this is my sixth or seventh time in Nashville. Yeah. Um, And I've had a few, so I know you have plenty. Yeah. Nashville is just, it's gotten so crazy. Mm Mm-hmm since covid like it's just exploded yeah i i would say 
probably the craziest. This is, I know this isn't a drunk lady from Wisconsin wrecking a scooter like you see on like Uncensored Broadway or whatever. But those <laughs> are pretty fun. Yeah, Uncensored Broadway is okay. a is an Instagram account. Everybody should follow them. <laughs> Shout uh, out. It's wild. It's just drunk people on pedal taverns and oh, monster yeah. trucks, Constant. like singing Track usually dish. Bon Jovi, like Highway to Hell or something like that. But yeah, I'm on highway. Yeah, isn't that no? No, ACDC. Not Highway to Hell. What's the freaking? What's the Bon Jovi song? Not mm. Highway to Hell. Not Highway to Hell. God dang it. You <laughs> caught me. Uh, I'll think about it. <laughs> we'll Anyways, probably Bon Jovi one. or ACDC. Yes. But, uh, yes. Yeah, living on a prayer. Yes. The Thank opposite. <laughs> the polar opposite. <laughs> it's still a crazy song. Yeah, it's a great song. Living on a prayer. Yep. Anyways, just of course, like you would you would sing that probably. On oh, yeah. Bachelor's. You just said it was a great song. It is a great song. It is. I would sing it if I was really drunk. Bon Jovi. Yeah. It's amazing. But anyways, he might be on my Mount Rushmore. He is really good. For some reason, yeah, I don't know why Pedal Taverns loved that song. It's just yeah. we used to play that. We used to in college. I signed up for volleyball. Okay. Just because I needed one credit, and I was like, I'd rather do volleyball and meet a bunch of new friends than go take an extra course of math or whatever. Yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. But we used to play living on a prayer we'd play volleyball to that it was pretty wild <laughs> it's a great song it's pretty yeah it's fun too. to spike the ball to that. i actually think that was i played volleyball in high school for a long time and we got to pick up walk up songs think that we were hot stuff what was yours probably living on a prayer <laughs> nice it goes good in a gym full circle it does but so anyways craziest nashville yep. i'm gonna go with the year that the preds were in the stanley cup okay or they were in the playoffs. No, it was the Stanley Cup. And we were playing in Bridgestone, like three of the first three nights, I think, was in Bridgestone. Mm-hmm. And it coincided with CMA Fest. So you had all the people oh. that were there for the Stanley Cup. And then you had Broadway. Was They closed down the Broadway section and they had yeah. a stage on River down mm-hmm. on the first street. Yeah. And they had a stage on 8th Avenue. And uh. it was solid people. Yeah. You they couldn't would, walk. You couldn't. I got Ugh. stuck. I got stuck for like an hour. I couldn't go in any direction. And they had Ugh. Alan Jackson was playing on 8th and Kings of Leon or something. I think it was. I'm not sure that it was in that order, but mm-hmm. they were on the one down on 1st. Yeah. And so you would just, while, they, while you were watching Kings of Leon, they were setting up Alan Jackson behind you. And then yeah. you would just turn around and Alan would go. It was insane. Gosh. And then that was the year that, like, Luke Combs really blew up with mm-hmm. Hurricane. Oh, yeah. I think he played somewhere down there. But it was, everybody seemed like they were trying to get on Broadway. And it was, Gosh. it had to have been 100,000 people I can't imagine. On the street. I get overwhelmed when it's, I don't remember what weekend I was here. But it was solid packed. I think it was the time that I came in May this year. Yeah. Could not move crazy i was leaving tootsies and i was trying to get to the stage and like they're not far apart but it took me probably 30 minutes to get across just to get there yep gosh let's see what's your like dream collaboration or like a bucket list dream collaboration wow oh man i'm sure there's a few yeah 
I'm not going to say Chris Stapleton. Okay. Because everybody's trying to get Chris Stapleton on collabs. Yep. And he's so good. But he would just end up singing high background vocals and they'd turn him way down in the mix. And then they'd say that it was a Chris Stapleton collab. Yeah. I feel like that's what all of them are. Putting you on the spot I'm trying here. to think of somebody different than what I always would say, right? Okay. Just to keep it fresh. Just change it up. Cause, yeah, because I do like get Like how I'd change my Mount Rushmore. How about, how about we go with Luke Combs? Okay. Love him. He's great. Fabulous answer. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah. I feel like he's really, instead of picking some, like Randy Travis, like obviously he can't sing now, but somebody that, like a legend. Yeah. There's something cool about doing a, a song with a legend, but then there's also something like Dolly Parton's never going to do a song with me. Yeah. <laughs> so to put her on my list of like dream You want collab, it to be attainable. Yeah. And for me, there's it's really fun having, being in the moment with somebody like yeah. it, that's the it person, mm-hmm. right? Like Luke, Morgan, Zach Bryan is like the indie in the indie space yeah um cody johnson yeah insane i think from like a duet standpoint girl wise i really like ashlyn craft okay she's so cool yeah i don't know i feel like there's lauren elena seems like everybody wants to go to lauren elena she can say love her i one of my favorite parts about drunk people on broadway is that for some reason i don't see it they think you're they, they think you're i'm lauren either yeah. lauren elena or laney wilson and you're in good company beautiful like i'll take it and then they did thickest thieves together yeah and i'm just like let let me in <laughs> like, whatever happened to that song i think it's out there's a dance are they, to are it they taking do. it to radio i think so i've definitely I heard hope it. they do it's really cute but i actually um I think it was Lauren Elena. It was one of them. They posted a TikTok, and it was something really cute. And I commented, and I was like, I just want you to know, like, best compliment of my life is drunk people on Broadway, like, stopping me to get pictures. And it's without fail. I take four or five pictures with people every time I'm here, and somebody wakes up really disappointed. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> when they see their phone. I love um, it. But I commented. I was like, look, I'm just, I'm flattered. And Lauren Elena, it was definitely her. She responded back and she was, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Absolutely. We look alike. Go take a shot for me, sis. And I was like, yeah, okay. That's pretty cool. That's it. I can die now. Like, <laughs> she recognized You could it. be a Lauren Elena impersonator yeah. in Vegas. I could just be like their like love child apparently like her and laney wilson you got to figure out how to monetize that yeah i'm sure there's there's a market for influencing or something along that line for sure we'll figure it out (laughs) get a photo shoot together (laughs) what about you i'm sure you've been told like you look like somebody what's your celebrity look like oh to be honest with you i'm so bad with names they'll name these guys that i've never heard of yeah like you can't remember one josh hartnett was a one growing up before I had a beard. I got Josh Hartnett a lot. I don't know that one. He's an actor. Um, I got Tom Cruise sometimes. Oh. Um, I've, I've your teeth are symmetrical. <laughs> I've changed a lot. Is the thing. If you saw me without a beard, 
it's not really even a beard, but just like this five o'clock shadow thing. Yeah, that you got going. It just, uh, I used to be a lot more clean cut. And I don't know, a lot of the people they say I look are like TikTok guys. Who? That are like, or like actors on like Netflix actors that I don't even know who they are. Okay. Because I don't watch Teen Wolf stuff. Teen Wolf. Yeah, that's... <laughs> trying to think i don't i don't think anyone on there looks like you <laughs> the tom cruise thing i saw sam look up when I... <laughs> okay so it's always bothered me if you google tom cruise and if you look at it his teeth he's got one middle tooth yeah it's and you've got symmetrical teeth so therefore i think that they, his are off that to throws, the side that throws off the comparison he he does so many motorcycle stunts they're probably not even real <laughs> they're probably like all fake i do get a baseball player a lot okay i don't know who do we know what team i could literally look it up right now and tell you okay do you want to know i'm in, i'm invested all right <laughs> you're going to be like no you don't look like him I threw out Lauren Elena and Lainey Wilson. All right, so I feel like this that's is... up to debate. <laughs> Answer the poll. <laughs> I could do that, actually. Yeah, yeah. just do it. Please do. So I, I just looked it up. Dansby Swanson. Oh, okay, I see. I don't know why. A little bit. Maybe. I think like it's whoever's having the big year. Yeah, yeah, that's what like, you look oh, like. Oh, you're giving Dansby Swanson, like, whatever. Like, you look like Dansby Swanson if he's having a great year. You just look like a winner. Who knows? That's it's just like when with. people are at the top of the, like, they're, they're having a pop moment. Yeah. Where everybody's talking about them. Okay. You see a lot of guys that try to look like Luke Combs down on Broadway. Yes. But when I was growing up, I was a huge Kenny Chesney fan, and uh-huh. people tried to look like him. People literally were, get, they'd get real tan and they'd wear like no shirt and yeah, like a, a puka shell necklace thing. That was I like, fell victim to that. Oh, it was a puka whole shell. thing when I was, when I was a teenager. There's, there's a whole trend on, I guess it's not a trend, but it's, it's girls talking about guys fitting into a few categories. There's like a guy, there's four categories. There's puka shell necklace guy. Oh, geez. And then there's cross chain guy okay and then there's puka shell who thinks he's a cross chain guy uh, and then cross chain guy that's a puka a... shell <laughs> what? i'm not on this side of tiktok apparently <laughs> i had it's no like, idea this was going on i didn't either apparently it's like a really hot take one of my good friends hi macy she explained it to me and she was like you can't have a crush on that guy like he's definitely a Puka Shell thinks he's a cross necklace, and you like cross necklace guys. And I was like, Wow, that's a whole different level of. I know it's very analytical. Yeah. I don't know what. I I think there's also there's so many trends. So what am I? Have you figured out what I am? Oh, Sam, you wanna? (laughs) Which one? Huh? The title of the episode. Oh, ex-boyfriend country. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, ex-boyfriend country. I think that's. A really Is that my good... style? I think. Have so. you heard my Have you heard my song? I miss my ex. No, but mm. I should listen to that because that'll definitely be the title now. 
Yeah. I wrote it for my ex-girlfriend. Wow, shocker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really couldn't have gotten that with You didn't see that coming, did you? No. I had no <laughs> idea where this was going. <laughs> All I got to say is it's you're not going to see it coming when you listen to it. Okay. You think you know what the song is? You have no idea. Okay. I wrote it with Ben Williams, actually. Okay. You got to give me a hint. It's got to be one of those tricky ones, kind of like When It Rains, It Pours. It is. It's basically When It Rains, It Pours, kind of. So, like, you like the ex-boyfriend country label, then? You good with it? I'm the ex-boyfriend? Yeah. Everyone breaks up with me? No. What? I don't... No. Or I'm supposed to be, like, always sad? No. No. You don't read a sad. I don't... Like, the ex-boyfriend that you think about, and, like, like, how's Derek doing? Damn. I'll take it. Yeah. I don't know what it... What's the word? It's not amb... Yeah, ambivalent ex-boyfriend. That's a big Definitely word. Definitely going to have to get Vocab out word. Webster's Dictionary when you ambivalent. leave. Like ambivalent. <laughs> ambivalent. I'm on a spelling bee. I was pretty... I really liked writing in college, and mm-hmm. that was fun. Like, I, yeah. I wrote, like, a lot of, like, cool poems and shit, and I still don't know what ambivalent means. <laughs> ambivalent. Indifferent. Ah, okay. No, yeah. she said that's not what it means. Is it not? <laughs> what does it mean? What is it? <laughs> what is it? Is this still recording? So the opposite of indifferent. <laughs> I'll take it. It's ex-boyfriend country. If Here's the thing. I... Boyfriend Country had its phase. I wasn't crazy about it. Uh, Would you classify yourself as a hopeless romantic? So that's what I think Boyfriend Country would fall into. Oh, man. I feel like I've been kicking the can down the road. I could have been married when I was, like, 18. My my brothers are all married and have so many kids, and that's just, like, how our family is. Yeah. And I've been purposefully, like... I'm not ready with my career to be married, and yeah. it's going to take a whole lot of my attention to do that. Yeah. So I've, I have been kicking the can down the road. If that makes me a hopeless romantic, then I will gladly wear the crown. Okay. Okay. I see that. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I, I do, I could fall in love easily. Yeah. But I've just been like purposefully, no. <laughs> not yet. Scary. I was in. I was in a serious that. relationship for two years. Yeah. And um, Is this. I miss my ex girl. Yes. Okay. Got it. She's on The Bachelor. What? Oh, sorry. You didn't ask that, did you? No. <laughs> I thought everybody obsessed. knew that. <laughs> no, I didn't cyberstalk you. So. She's, no, she's she's on. She was on The Bachelor. Now she's on The Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, wow. I know this because my friends text me, hey, did you see that she's on The Bachelor in Paradise? Oh, my word. Wow. I, uh, she's, living her, she's living her best life. Yeah, good for her. I can't say I blame her. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was telling my mom, if I'm still single at a certain point, why not? Go on there. Have yeah. fun. Yeah, and embarrass myself on national television. I will say I have been turning down... I can't say oh. who, but a lot of those shows. Okay. 
I have a lot of those shows asking me if I will go on them and I'm not going to say what shows because I don't want to ruin our relationship. Yeah. But their casting agents are always calling me. Oh, okay. Who knows? Maybe you'll see me on your favorite show. Maybe you'll be on The Bachelor and I'll be on The Bachelor. Oh, no. <laughs> this would be a, this would really be serendipitous. No, I keep telling them <laughs> for those, for the dating shows, I told them no, no dating shows. I feel like that's just so much pressure. It, for me, it's not on brand. They want me to roll up my pants and show my ankles. Or they want me to... It's just not me. The vibe we got going is... Yeah. I'm is wearing camouflage Crocs. I like to deer hunt. Okay. They're not going to be okay with that in Hollywood. Yeah, for sure. So I'm just going to do my thing. And I'm going to... If that means I'm going down with the ship in Nashville singing my songs here, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. That's super valid. I, I just... I'm not going to change for that. If they want to come do a show that fits me then i'm gonna do that but okay i don't know (laughs) are they all dating shows huh are they all dating shows no okay there's a lot there's a lot of shows yeah i don't know what to yeah there's a couple let's say that but a lot of dating shows but some other shows too that are yeah cool shows that focus on your craft more yeah i'm just focusing on music i feel like sometimes those shows is a distraction yeah and then also people are like he's only famous because xyz yeah instead right. of actually being talented i know uh, it's you could take it both ways maybe you'd never maybe people will never hear your music if you didn't take that chance and go on that show yeah that might be your leg to stardom i don't know i don't know the answer i yet. struggle with it all the time okay who knows what we're gonna do have you ever done another podcast yes okay a few yeah, you're very receptive to this. That's why I was like, sweet. <laughs> I love podcasts. I, I, def, I definitely do a lot of podcasts. I, I hate that we couldn't do it at home where I'm from in Panama City Beach. That weekend was crazy. I can imagine. I couldn't even get a boat. <laughs> yeah, we were. That you, whole thing. You wouldn't believe, like, we were stuck out there when we were supposed to play. We didn't have a mic stand. Uh-huh. And we're like. How are we going to play for four hours straight without a mic stand? So, it like the whole weekend was just crazy. It was fun. The amount of, there was like 400 boats that showed up. I know. Shell Island gets rowdy. It was crazy. But um, that just ended up, we we paid a guy on a jet ski to go back to the truck and get the mic stand. Wow. Straight up. And he ripped back to the truck. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Okay. It was a fun weekend, but then it just screwed up our plans and we weren't able to do our thing. Yeah. Oh, you're good. <laughs> just going to sneak in there real quick like that. <laughs> just going to leave that right there. Perfect. All the smoke. Yeah. Yeah, once that fire gets going, it should cut the smoke out. Here, let me check our time. This has been nice and easy. I don't have to pull teeth, which is nice. Yeah, I, I'm a talker, so you're going to have to tell me when to shut up. I'm the same. How long do you think we've been talking? 45 minutes. 30 minutes. No. 25 minutes. No. 28 minutes. No. How long? An hour and one minute. Wow. Yeah. Riveting. Super interesting stuff. I know. Yeah, it's fun. I'll let you here. I don't usually let people do this. But you can ask me something. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a shot or two. Okay. 
Let me think about this. The interviewee becomes the interviewer. I guess I need to know, like, your backstory. Like, did you go to college? What's your plan for your career? Okay. I know that's not like, what's your favorite drink? but No, I like that it's different. So I went to Florida State University. Oof. 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 Sir. FSU, huh? Yeah, go Knowles. <laughs> All day. <laughs> I have a. I only say that because I have a buddy that's a FSU. Yeah. Fan and went to college there, and then I have two of my roommates are Florida State fans or Florida fans. That's the same thing. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Florida fans. Well, they should be Florida State fans. You just corrected um, it. For yeah, them. the Gators. And they are rabid Gators fans, and they oh, wow. are always going back and forth. So They don't have much to go back and forth about this year. I don't really have any room to talk because I'm a Minnesota Golden Gophers. Golden Gophers. Fan. Not a fan. I grew up in Minnesota, and okay. that's the team that they have. And I don't know a single person that I grew up with that ever went Go to a game. Gophers, yep. Not a single person went okay. to a Gophers game. I don't even know if they have a stadium, to be honest with you. <laughs> couldn't tell me. <laughs> I don't think they have a stadium. And if they did, they couldn't fill it. Oh, so, no. Hey, I'm Minnesota till I die. Big Vikings fan. Okay. Twins fan. But. I don't know if I would have guessed Minnesota. I don't know what I was thinking. Wasn't that. Yeah, everybody's thinks sometimes they think I'm from Texas. Sometimes they think I'm from Georgia. Sometimes they think. Like, you come across as Southern. But I think this yeah, is country. Yeah, but it's just because I am around guys from Georgia too much. Probably. I, I don't think you have an accent. You should. My friends, when I get on the phone with them that I grew up with that are back in uh-huh. Minnesota still, it is thick. I don't, I don't think that I have a thick one, but there's going to be someone that's going to write in and correct me. Florida's kind of like California. I spent a little time on the West Coast yeah. for college and working in Alaska, and that kind of was when I lost my Minnesota accent was like the West coast has this TV neutral accent. They can get rid of it. And it just sounds like actors. Florida has a little bit of that. I was raised in the panhandle. Oh, so you're like redneck. Redneck Riviera. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Lower Alabama. FSU panhandle. Oh yeah. You asked a question, didn't you? Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) So I went to Florida State University. What'd you study? I studied recreation, tourism, and events. Was wow. my bachelor's degree. And That's a degree. It's a degree. That's and I pretty specialized cool. Specialized in events, and I actually interned. Was gonna intern, hopefully for Gulf Coast Jam, but then COVID happened. Dang. In the last year, and I was like, oof, this big events industry that I want to do doesn't really survive when things go crazy. Yeah. And so Dang, that sucks. It, it was sucky, but I decided that I did my bachelor's degree in two years, so why not go two more, get a master's? And so I did public and corporate communications, a master's degree from FSU. Nice. And I studied music branding and communication. Dang, um, so we're right on brand. On it. Music, marketing, and communication. Yep. Branding. Branding. Yep. So all that PR, I actually... John Mayer is like one of my favorite artists and I did a whole like analysis on the solo announcement and I know he was just here in Nashville so I missed that show but 
Dang. I missed a really good hot take. Oh, no. Are you about to offend me? <laughs> no, I would never say that John Mayer is overrated. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know if we can be friends. No, I get that he's really talented. We don't have to go back down that road. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm half joking. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what I studied, and I, my little brother's in the music industry, so I do all of his stuff halfway, if I'm being honest, but I... Running all his socials and... All his socials, help him with branding gigs, him. stage presence, merchandise, you name it. Nice. Photography, and then I started the podcast to grow on that, to meet musicians, figure out their brand, their identity. That's cool. Expand my horizons and maybe theirs, too. So you're an entrepreneur. Oh, through and through, down to, so career-wise, I, oh man, this is a lot. I do a lot of things. I have a media agency that the podcast runs through, and then the management of my little brother and everybody. But outside of that, like, the passion is a nonprofit that I started when I was 16. Really? Yes. Dang. What's the nonprofit? It's a pageant system for women and girls with special needs and medical conditions. That's cool. So it's really sweet. It's what I want to do for the rest of my life, and yeah, it started when I was 16 in Panama City Beach, and it took forever for it to get off the ground. Seven years now without a paycheck from it. I get it. I understand. uh, It's so rewarding, though, and this year, I guess I'm going to go ahead and make the announcement. um, Send it. Because we are officially able to operate in the state of Tennessee as a viable nonprofit organization. That's badass. And we are going to have one here in Nashville as of next year. I love it. Yep. We're Damn, moving on that's up. Cool. Yeah, I'm really excited about Congrats. it. Congrats. So, thank you. But yeah, that's what I want to do with my life. I learned so much more from that question than you I anticipated. Feel like than I anticipated, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's sure. a lot there's a lot to me. A few different layers. I love Entrepreneur it. is like definitely in the blood. My my family's kind of that epitome of the American dream. Got sure. entrepreneur parents, and my grandparents immigrated from Cuba. Nice. So growing up, everything's an opportunity. Yep. Sitting here with you is an opportunity. Podcast is one. So yeah, all that good stuff. That's so cool. Thank I love you. it. Yeah. Got to know a little bit about me. Yeah. <laughs> what other, do you have a hot take question or a fun one for me? That was really uh, deep. Yeah, that was really deep. How about you hit me with a hot take? I'd love to hear that. Oh, man. <laughs> Since the other hot take that we had was such a volatile question <laughs> or answer. Yeah, let's see. Oof. Music, not music. How about not music? Not music. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. I have a few of these. I'm interested. It doesn't have to be a hot take. It could be a pet peeve. Oof. Pet peeve. Sorry, an ick. An ick. How about oh. that? Let's do an ick. We just wrote an entire song about this last night. <laughs> Is the song called Ick? No, it's called Out of the Box. That was my first co-write ever. <laughs> I have a problem when people aren't direct. So I guess it's like not an ick. It's just like it really annoys me. It's an ick. Say what you're thinking. Yeah, I... beat around the bush. and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had someone like bold face lie to me the other day and I was just like, 
I caught them in it, and Damn. I'm also going to address it. <laughs> like, sure. I'm not one to just let that go. Yeah, so I guess that would be a pet peeve or an ick. I don't have those weird icks. Oh, maybe I do. An ick is somebody that you're going to date, isn't it? Yeah. Or, like, or date. date them, yeah. and then they do it, then you're like, turns you off. I have some bad date stories. I told you I'm Cuban. This tracks. I was on a date with someone, and keep in mind, my family literally escaped Castro, escaped prison the whole nine. Sure. And I was on a date with this guy. I don't even know if it was a date. It was like coffee, and I was ready to get out of it. And he told me that Castro had the right idea of wrong execution. Wow. After I told him the story. (laughs) And I was like, oh, man. This is not even worth your time. Yeah. So I was. But that's Some people just don't know. You're lucky because your family, I say this, they had to go endure a lot yeah. in, in escaping that. But you personally are lucky that you have parents yep. that have raised you to know. The difference. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not just as easy as you think. And a lot of people, yeah. whoever the guy was that you went on a date with, sounds like he's never experienced. But didn't open the door. Like, I'm all for chivalry. Sure. So yeah, I didn't open I the door. It. it was coffee. I bought my own coffee. Whole nine. Just ew. So yeah, that would probably be an ick. That and ankle socks. <laughs> Ooh. Like the low So socks. wait a minute. Hold on. Because I... Oh, So no. I love when I work out, I wear my trainers and I wear white socks. And I don't wear low socks. Yeah. I wear a tube sock, but I'll scrunch it down a little bit, right? So it's not too high. And of course, my friends are always making fun of me for wearing those. And I'm like, no, that's in in right now. Yeah. That's cool. They don't really know what's in, so I don't really listen to them. But this riddle me this. If I have to wear shoes and I'm in a beach setting. Okay. Like I'm in Florida, but I'm not walking in the sand. I'm not wearing flip-flops. I'm going to dinner with shorts. I'm not going to roll up with no socks in my shoes. Right. So how are, how am I not going to wear the ankle socks you're talking about? No, I'm talking about the no-show ankle socks. The little, like, half-moon socks. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm talking about. about. You can't see them. The, yeah, but if you're in a beach setting, I feel like you have to... You have okay. to do you want to be able to see someone's socks when they're going to the beach? I feel like that feels... I don't know. It's just, like, hard because I know what that looks like when it's off. <laughs> so it's but you don't walk like... around it. It's just when they're in your shoes. I don't know. You asked for an egg, and it's just, like, weird because, like, they don't even... I don't even wear them because they don't even come over, like, your toes. Like, it's just Yeah, I don't weird. really... I don't... They're not comfy. When I go to the beach, I'm like, I will wear Crocs with no socks. Yeah. But if I have to wear shoes, that's the shoe choice. I don't know what I would do if I had to go to a nice dinner and wear good. Hey, dudes. No, what if I was gonna wear like loafers, or loafers I don't... with shorts? Wow, what, yeah. what kind of like nice shoes would you wear with shorts? I would qualify. Hey, dudes, that's like a casual. It's like a Florida thing. You can't go. You can't run barefoot in hey, dudes. Your feet stink. <laughs> They sweat. They stick to them. I just, I really don't like wearing no socks in shoes. If you own I can a do pair sand- of no-show socks, you can tell me. I don't. It's because okay. <laughs> when I go to Florida, I just wear sandals 
and I and, tr- and I try to avoid the subject. And when people say, "Hey, do you want to go to Florida?" I'm like, "I don't know what kind of shoes I would wear. I think I'm good." <laughs> you just avoid the whole trip. Yeah, so we yeah. just don't go to Florida. Oh, rude! That's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> it's so complicated. <laughs> what about speaking of Crocs? Have you seen the new Croc boots? Yes, they're horrendous. I don't know. I feel like Who's they would really. What you've got going on would really work, I think, with a croc boot. I couldn't wear croc boots tonight. <laughs> Why not? Those are ridiculous looking. <laughs> they are really bad. Like I regular can't crocs, I get them. Manufacturing that. But the croc boots are Uggs. Hot take? Oh, a little bit. Do you like Uggs? I just. I, I think I don't. I've never even been a Ugg girl, but being my. Being from Florida, that. that the tracks yeah but i did have a phase i guess this is my embarrassing story it's not terribly embarrassing but i owe my mom's gonna laugh (laughs) because i should have listened to her i went to a school called freeport middle school and we had a mascot that was a bulldog it's that same bulldog that every school in the country uses and our colors were blue and bright orange like fluorescent Mm -hmm. And for Christmas, I was set on this pair of orange, sparkly, sequin Ugg boots. And I would not take no for an answer. My mom got them, and they were known as moon boots. And I wore them all the time. (laughs) It's Florida. You know it was, like, not comfortable. That's Um, funny. Yeah. I was an Ugg girl for five minutes, and not even the typical Uggs. They had to be... (laughs) Bedazzled. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, fun. I don't know. I like the idea of what they were trying to do. Yeah, I just. I'm the not being different on the Uggs, but. Me. And the, the croc uh, boots. Yeah, the croc boots just, I don't get it. What's the point? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like crocs because you can slip them on, slip them off. Yeah, and then you add the boot component and just. The boot parts were going out, but you, you're not going to put your pants over the boots. They're just ridiculous looking. <laughs> They're like what I would think. I thought um, they were a joke. Who's the crocodile hunter guy? Crocodile Dundee? No. Steve yeah, Irwin? Steve Irwin. He's not a hunter. Whatever. He was the crocodile guy. <laughs> he, I feel like he would wear those. Or not even. Steve's too. He's too like refined to even wear those. It'd be like if Dog the Bounty Hunter was hunting crocodiles, he would wear <laughs> those. You almost said Uggs. Yeah, no, he he would wear the Pants whatever. Pants a picture of him in Uggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Can word. you imagine if Dog the Bounty Hunter was a crocodile hunter, he would definitely wear them. I think that tracks. They look like shoes with a mullet. <laughs> they look like Dog the Bounty Hunter. If he was a shoe, he would be whatever those <laughs> croc <shoe>. boots are. <laughs> Sorry, dog. This is a... <laughs> This is a music podcast. (laughs) I'm sorry you asked the question. I just, I I love how we got here. I don't know how to recover from that one. Speaking of mullets, (laughs) what is like your take on the mullet? This is the second podcast today that has asked me about mullets. You double booked me. Yeah. Today was podcast day. Rude. I mean, y'all were both in town on the same day, so we got to get them done. But, How did you get on that topic? 
I know how we got here. Uh, Morgan Wallen shaving his yeah. hair, and then they were like, "Would you?" I have a hot you take like, on that. Let's, do you want to shave your hair like that? Whole, what's your that you don't like it? I'm fine with his hair. I I like the mullet. I was I an like, OG Morgan Wallen fan. I know what's next, and it's that the way I talk era coming back. Sure. So you're here for it. You know that yeah, it's absolutely. about to be cool again. Yep. It's about to be. It's about to be rank. Is the mullet dead? No. No. In no way, shape, or form. I think that the mullet has to be done a very specific way to be. Yeah, I see, like, the baseball style Mm -hmm. one is cool. I'm a visual person, so, like, I I like to... I appreciate something that looks cool. If it's shaved on the sides, cool with a nice... Yeah. Not too long of a mullet. If your hair is curly enough. yeah. If you have super straight hair, I'll never have a long mullet. I will never do a achy, breaky heart kind of, you know, style like my long dad mullet. Had one of those. I just my hair can't. Photo. My hair can't do it. If you're, I just think mullets look cool when they're like just not too long. Tossled. Yeah. Like the modern mullet. Yeah, I think that okay. looks cool. I have a picture of. I think it was like 2021. I saw Morgan Wallen for 35 bucks. And he was rocking that borderline too long mullet. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, he was not in his heartbreaking stage yet. Him and Hardy were both, like, super long hair. Yeah. And that was the best show ever. Because 35 bucks, I ended up shoving my way up so far in the front that I made it into the Instagram recap post. Nice. Proud moment for me. But I have a picture, and I saw it the other day because it came up, and you know how your iPhone tortures you with old pictures? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those, and I was like, dang, that's not as good a mullet as I was remembering. It was the shock factor of seeing it for the first time. Everybody was like, this is cool. Yeah, I saw him no sleeves, plaid shirt, 2018. (laughs) And the trends changed so quick with him. Yeah, it was Like, like overnight almost. His whole team is pretty good at, I feel like, transitioning into yeah. a new version and then the recent one is like you've seen him start wearing like more of a tighter t-shirt like a black mm-hmm. t-shirt and yeah. like chain yeah he's a little more like i don't even know how to describe it but he's just do you think he's a true chain necklace guy or do you think he falls into that puka shell oh he's definitely a chain necklace chain hey, I don't, necklace here's the thing i don't even think he's a, i don't even think he's a chain necklace guy is there another category that you think? He's just a no-necklace guy. No-necklace? He's just not like a necklace guy, I feel like. Not a necklace He's not, guy. Not everybody's a necklace person. Yeah, okay. He's. Are you... What box do you think you fit in? Just a necklace tucked. Necklace tucked, okay. Yeah, I got it. Like, I, I always it like wear my chain necklace. It's a chain? Yeah. Okay. No, it's, it's, it's not really... You don't really, strike me as a puka shell It's guy. not really no. like... A, I tried... I wanted to be a puka shell guy when I was growing up. I think everyone did. When I was 14 and I thought I it was cool. like Zac Efron-esque. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh, as I've grown up, I'm like, I'm not going to rock like the Parker McCollum chain. That's a very Florida yeah. kind of style. It's popular there. It's popular in Texas. Okay. I just... I think it's like you got to figure out what your brand is and yeah. then just I, I'm kind of honed in on what I'm what you want to do. Yeah. I don't know. Is Somewhat there, refined. Is there like a trend that like you really enjoy and you're like, I'm happy to hop on this or like the opposite, like a trend that just needs to die? 
Mm. Can be music related or not. We're doing a good job with the knots. A trend that I I never got on the Vine train. Really? No. Oh my. I gosh. missed the the Vine thing totally. But okay. I enjoy like the TikTok thing. A lot of people hate it. It's a curse. Some days it's <laughs> some days it's as an artist you dread opening TikTok yeah. because you don't know if it's super viral yeah. Somet- sometimes i'll open my instagram and i'll be like oh, it'll say 99 plus followers and you know that you're on the for you page because i'll just yeah. post on tiktok and then i won't open it just let it go for two days I'm I, just like, I don't want to know if it's got 10 views yeah or not but then sometimes you'll get all those followers and you'll be like oh it must be going good over tiktok better yeah. go check it out it's definitely a roller coaster yeah i guess i'm here for it yeah, I okay. like the discovery aspect of it. I love trying to figure out how to go viral on there. It's fun. Shoot, I need some help. I've got a whopping, I think, 111 followers my two videos. I will say. I'm it's, stepping up. Yeah. you got to <laughs> keep a good attitude about it. Yeah. If you're just having fun with it, it's fun. I'm yeah. not, like, setting trends. I'm not, I don't yeah. have a lot of followers. I'm not verified on there. But I've, I've just, as long as you're team isn't Mm -hmm. forcing you to do stuff you don't believe in Mm -hmm. try to have fun with it that's where my head's at with tiktok it's like i don't know it translates a lot of times people like to just see dumb stuff yeah post dumb stuff (laughs) post stuff that is true to you stuff you're having fun with okay that's good advice Um, for sure what's next for you well we've got a lot a lot coming yeah give us a sneak peek we just just signed with the Y and How for management. Oh wow! They've got Chase Rice, Whiskey Myers, Danielle Bradbury, Tyler Braden. They got Mason Ramsey. They got oh wow! A full plate over there. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we just signed in agreement with them, and mm-hmm. we're starting to work on booking shows. We're oh, working cool. on. It's going to be. We're having tomorrow. We're having a. 2024 planning meeting we're in the middle of it right now we're working on new songs we're working on playing shows we're working on the whole nine oh it's gonna be awesome yeah perfect it's gonna be fun i've got a bunch of songs that i'm really excited about yeah and i can't wait to start teasing them for people oh that's gonna be really awesome you're gonna have to let us do another update for sure i'd love to yeah i can't wait to do another Another fire release party or something. For sure. Yeah. I'll definitely, yeah, next time, once you move up here. It's going to be sooner rather than later. Hell yeah. But do you have any other questions for me? Man, I don't know. Way to put me on the spot. I know. That's just the theme of tonight, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of anything. What should I ask her? That's, we're (laughs) definitely, I'm over my skis on that one. (laughs) That's definitely a Minnesota saying. Over my skis. Oh, yeah. It's a people that go skiing saying, I think. Also that. (laughs) (laughs) No, he doesn't even know I had a cat. Oh, you have a cat? What's your cat's name? Ha ha, funny. (laughs) (laughs) My cat is named Mocha Cappuccino. She's got a double name. Mocha Cappuccino. Cat Machina? Cat Pacino, like coffee. Cat Pacino? Yeah, cat Pacino. You put the word cat into it to make That's a pun. Cool. Yeah. I like that. My my friend named his dog. I know some D O G or dog. D O G. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know he's a like, few Dog, DOGs. Here. Yeah, DOG. I have That's a funny a cat story. Go for it. Are we wait, hold up. Are we anti cat? Or are we like We had cats growing up, barn cats. Okay. And or before we had the farm, we had cats. And that didn't sound like you they loved were, them. We had, we had cats. cats. <laughs> um my brother when he was like seven years old, he put Shadrach from the Bible, Shadrach. Don't ask me why my mom named it that. He put Shadrach in a ice cream bucket and threw him out the front door. Oh. And he broke his leg. Oh, my word. So my mom, in her infinite wisdom, gave the cat the kitten. This was a small kitten, by the way. Oh, no. Tylenol, which promptly killed the cat. Oh, my God. You might have to cut this out of the podcast. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) The cat died. Anyways, no, we had cats. Traumatizing. (laughs) We had cats on our farm, and I loved cats growing yeah. up. I don't think I would have cats in my house. I don't know. Mm. I'm kind of, like, indifferent about cats. I kind of feel ambivalent. like as a hunter, as a hunter, <laughs> I'm like, I don't appreciate cats because they're always sneaking around, and they think they're the hunter. And I'm like, no. You would love my cat. I'm the hunter. <laughs> Stop acting like a hunter. You're sneaking up behind the couch. I just don't understand the, like, they're trying to kill me. I'm like, you're not even, you're a cat. Yeah. But my cat story was. That wasn't the cat story? No, the cat story. (laughs) The the cat story was so many cats, bro. Lord. Um, So my cat story was I was doing, like, before I had my publishing deal writing songs, I was doing, like, handyman Mm -hmm. stuff. Okay. And I did work on this, this app tackle. So if you had a project, they went bankrupt. But if you had a project you needed done, I would tackle it for you. So, Good line. Yeah. It was a company that was started here in Nashville, and it started to blow up before the pandemic. And the pandemic kind of wrecked it. But Mm -hmm. I was, like, their go-to guy on there, and I would help people put together furniture and, like, help them out. Yeah, we don't have anything like that in Panama City. I learned that the hard way. It was great money, but one of my customers – they hired me to put together or to hang three TVs in their house. And they were in a high-rise downtown. So I went down there. I hung these three TVs. And there was this girl there. And they were like college-age roommates. Just one of the girls was there. And there was a cat. And the cat, while I was trying to hang the TV, this cat was sitting behind the door. And it was like, <laughs> just like staring at me for two minutes. I mean, and I was like, pan directly to your face. Yeah. It was just like hiding behind the door. And I was like, boo, what are you going to do? Why are you doing this to me? Yeah. So I took a video of the cat and it was just like, <laughs> and so I videoed it and I put it on my Instagram and I was like, go away. <laughs> like I'm trying to work. And so fast forward, I, go on this date with somebody oh and this girl we're sitting at dinner and this girl goes by the way you made fun of my cat and i'm like what and she goes you put my cat on your instagram (laughs) i was like you've got to be fucking kidding me wait you didn't realize oh i guess she wasn't there she wasn't there no it was her roommate that was there and it was her cat and she's, yeah, you're making, you're mocking my cat, blah, blah, blah. I want an apology. 
I okay. I don't blame her, honestly. So yeah, no, I'm that cat. I didn't like that cat's attitude. Like I never apologized for that cat. Oh, you stuck to your guns with that one. Yeah, though. no, that cat was trying to. What are you doing, Zebco? <laughs> what was he doing? <laughs> he's got a. He's got a scratch. <laughs> oh my word! But uh, yeah, so that's my cat story. We didn't end up dating. Yeah, I just think you've had too much beef with a cat for that to work. I don't think it would have worked. I think it just, yeah, it started like off on the wrong foot. Staring contest. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I guess it's the predator part that you don't vibe with. So. Well, that's what I mean. I've always known that about cats, but then when that happened, I was like, "What are you gonna do to me? Why yeah. you're like this small cat? You're like, I get it. They're inquisitive. It's uh. funny." I'm, yeah, you would probably love my cat. She is the most uncat-like cat really? on the planet. She has no instinct at all. She's very sweet, basically a dog, to the point where my parents are watching her right now. And does she, if she has no instinct, does she know direction? Yeah, she, she's not dumb, but she definitely relates more to dogs than cats. Because some cats, we had, when I was growing up, we had sold a farm. Okay. And we had our cats and all our animals at this farm, and we moved yeah. about, I think it was like nine miles to the new farm. Uh-huh. By the way, the cat's name was Mayor. The mean one? Or the no, inquisitive one? The, no, the cat that was at our farm. We named him Mayor after John Mayer. Oh. That's just a side note. But, Wait. Okay. Um, yeah. Were you involved in that naming process? No, my brother named oh, him that. Okay. I think well, my brother's like a big brother. John Mayer fan, but so we moved like the your nine miles, got right? Taste. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyways, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we moved to this new farm, and one day we're like, "Where's Mayer?" No, no. Oh, we lost Mayer, and we're like driving around trying to find him. We go back to the farm to grab something, and he's mm-hmm. just chilling there at the old barn. He walked nine miles. He figured out. Yeah. I'm not even joking. It's ridiculous. He somehow knew how to go nine miles. He wandered paved roads through the middle of nowhere in Minnesota. Yeah. And somehow didn't get picked up by a bald eagle. Yeah. And walked nine miles back Mocha to that other farm. make it five minutes. Yeah. Insane. Like, I, that was the day that I was like a teenager. I was like 15. I was like, wow, animals actually have this weird homing beacon and that they just like they can freaking they know go that way just yeah, keep going just it'll go be home something's over the hill just keep going yeah. insane yeah mocha has no instinct like that um dang yeah she thinks everybody's a friend i have a video somewhere on someone's phone i think it's on my mom's phone of they live in the middle of nowhere uh, up north of panama city beach in a little town called freeport and literally, they've got owls. I saw an owl driving to their house the other night, just chilling on the side of the road. Hmm. And I was like, that's a little frightening. But anyway, so owls, bears, deer, all the stuff, all the stops. And Mocha is brown, which kind of resembles a squirrel a little bit. And she likes to sit on the window ledge inside. Thank God. Because there's a chicken hawk that thinks Mocha looks delicious. Yep. And I have a video of this chicken hawk coming down, grabbing the screen on the window, and is actively trying to get to Mocha. Wow. Mocha does not move. Huh. She's just like, 
looking at it. I'm like, oh, has that's no so idea nice. the danger. No idea that she's about to get ate if she was on the other side of that. Yeah, the cats are. She pretty likes to smart, swim. Though. Like she would fight back, like with a hawk or with an owl. I, I don't think know. the cat might win. That's Maybe. a tough lunch. She's got she's got this yell that she does that I think would probably work. <laughs> For three years, she didn't have a voice. She randomly found it. So huh. it seems to freak the animals out. It's <laughs> just like a yell. That's funny. But yeah, she's precious. Yeah, you would like her lack of predatory instinct for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me. This was fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to do it again. Yeah, sounds like it. Thanks guys so much for tuning in. Where can people find you? Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Derek Austin Music. Okay, perfect. If you want to get on the internet. Derek Austin Country. Okay. World Wide Web? Yep. Got it. It's pretty simple. Are there any shows or any releases that you want to make us aware about? I think I'm going to bite my tongue <sighs> until we have a big announcement. So y'all stay tuned. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm gathering from that is we'll be involved in the big announcement. You can definitely be involved. Okay. I Deal. will definitely reach out okay i will hold you to that thank you guys so much for listening i had a great time if you have any questions for derek you heard him say it he's going to be back with us go to miasmixtape.com fill out the contact form put the subject derek austin and then submit your questions for him and we'll follow up i had a great time thank you thank you and that's a wrap on another episode of the mixtape we hope you've enjoyed the ride and discovered some new tunes along the way. Don't forget to follow us on all our socials to stay updated on future episodes and join in on the conversation. Until next time, keep the music playing and never stop rocking.